The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. So, how's it going today? Pretty awesome, pretty awesome. We got our first snowstorm in the greater New York area. Well, actually, it's our second, but it's the first real one. I mean, kids loving it. We got sleds for Christmas, so we've been sledding in the backyard. Uh, have you guys got a hill there? It's a, it's a, I don't know if you'd really call it a hill, but it's a slight decline in the backyard, so we can like push. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did the same thing with, with Xander because we actually had a huge dump of snow, which is really rare. Um, we don't get, we may get one snowfall a year, but this time it was one big one. Was, was that part of that big Alaska dump that they got? Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. And then we had, uh, I don't know what this is in miles per hour, but we had 100 kilometer per hour winds. Um, yesterday insane it was crazy i went down to the water with my with my with everyone in, in the truck and just uh sat 20 feet from the water nice. um in our, and salt water is going all over our car we're gonna have to go get it cleaned up but it was pretty awesome so after the big snow you had 100, 100 kilometer mile hour winds so you had some serious drifts or was uh well no actually because the next uh, three days of snow of having it around and then we had some warm weather come and tons of rain uh so flooding in certain places but not where we are and then nice. uh 100 kilometer hour winds so it was just crazy okay we should rename this to like the weather channel of seo yeah. <laughs> no 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 well on on other news and very canadian news actually no i think it's also in the states but tim hortons is now bringing out an extra large Nice. Even better Canadian news is Rim lost its co-founders. <laughs> uh, that is sad. I know. I've, uh, I've, never been a, I've never been a huge BlackBerry fan, so it's like, eh. But I'm, it does make me wonder, what's that going to do to mobile? Because really, I don't know if it's as easy to search on a BlackBerry. Is it? Have you used them? As it would be on like an iPhone or some of these the Android devices. If if RIM really ends up folding or selling to somebody and just becomes a less of a factor, does that increase you know Android and iPhone, which to me would increase mobile search? I don't think it would increase mobile search because mobile search is a cinch on a BlackBerry because it's got an easy keypad. And it's got full, you know, it's got full speed. There's no difference in speed. It's got a browser. Um, All right. 
Yeah. I think uh, um, definitely would increase their shares in the other ones, though, obviously. but Absolutely, yeah. I don't think BlackBerry phones are going to go anywhere, at least very soon. Yeah, someone will buy them. It's just a, just a matter of if, if they buy them, if they're going to keep them on the RIM platform or not, or if they switch them over to Android or, or Google or uh, yeah. Apple. Yeah. Well, they were talking about just using their network, stopping with the, with the product and using their network and opening that up to a wider audience and making that into their business. Ah, uh, you know, okay. That would be bigger money. It would definitely increase their stock. Would be hard yeah, to do. I, I'm really, I'm really, really interested in the way Android's moving right now. Because um, the last thing I heard is Google is in in discussion right now to buy the largest cable box manufacturer. So the people that make the boxes that sit on top of your TV, Google's talking about buying the biggest one of the company, the the biggest company that makes those. If Google buys it, you know they're going to switch them to Android. Well, if they switch your cable boxes now, think about it. If your cable box was now running the Android. OS, your TV would basically become an extension of your tablet or your phone. You could run your applications. You could be playing, you know, Angry Birds on your TV from your cable box. To me, that is amazing. And, and searches that'll definitely impact search if that happens. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I wow, it's awe inspiring what they can do with all that money. But, oh, I know. To me, to me, if, if they did something like that, it would change television the same way the iPhone changed cell phones. Absolutely. Wow. Well, what else happened, man? We're 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 kind of just amazed by how much has been in the headlines lately. Uh, Jerry Yang left Yahoo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for those who don't know, Jerry Yang was the founder, I believe, one of one of two founders, I think, of Yahoo. I think there was just two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So did, and, did he uh, voluntarily? I'm not sure he I, did. As far as I know, he did. Do you think he did? Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. It. That's what I thought I read, but. Um, uh, that's a good question. I mean, I only read one article. I haven't read anything that's been follow-ups on that. He stepped down from the board effective immediately, quote-unquote. So yeah. uh, I would say that that could be pushed out, I guess, but he did resign. Yeah, okay. But that, that pushed I mean, immediately is what rings of, we don't want you here anymore, as opposed to, I'm going to step out gradually and let, let things you know change on a – Instead of like just okay, I'm gone. I quit. It's like okay, I'm going to resign next month or a couple of months from now. It's just interesting the way it happened. Yeah, you know, I I can't say I'm surprised he stayed there that long. You know, since they got that type of Microsoft, he was obviously not happy with that. True. Uh, so I don't know. Anyway, it's good though. It brings out a brilliant mind to go and do something else. Very true. Hopefully, he can make a another stab at the the search. Maybe he, can, if he even wants to. Maybe, he, maybe he can figure out a way to keep people from overseas from downloading illegal copies of things. So we don't have to do SOPA fights anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which, on good news, is not. They say dead. It's not dead. It's paused, as far as I know, unless that changed too. Yeah, it, somebody I saw a, a good cartoon somewhere online. It's going to come back as zombie SOPA at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because then we get to shoot it in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or decapitate it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh man, this is. It was, it was really. <laughs> so, did, did you do anything for Sopa on on the blackout day? Did you change your site at all? No, no, I wanted to, but I mean, I I don't actually have any effect on Sopa. I mean, I I certainly passed the word. True. Well, you're you're the oh you're the foreign people that are stealing our stuff. That's right. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. I, I was I was super super proud because our my parent company is Advanced Publications, who also owns Reddit, Wired, and Arts Technica, and and Reddit pretty much kicked off the whole blackout thing. They were like the the force behind it, and all three of those sites did a, an amazing job to me as far as getting the information out there. And there, there was so much. So if you participate or watch what happened at all, it was just unbelievable. The the amount of support and the amount of activity that the, the, you know the all these sites everything from Google to little teeny blogs you know actually little teeny blogs but there was forty five thousand of them on WordPress.com that went black it's it's amazing what happened I was just so impressed with the people in our country what they did over that day I I could go on I'm, before we switch topics we have to we get to get to the meat of things here but the one thing that I want to say is I was very upset with Google for not showing Canadians their blackout. The, as though we didn't have any, and it wasn't going to have any effect on us. It definitely would. Mm. Huge. It has effect on the whole world. Right, um, and, then, and Wikipedia only did the U.S. English language version of it, so it really was targeted at the U.S. specifically. The blackout. Yeah, and, so and they're being too literal. And the fact of the matter is, uh, the U.S. drives so much of the internet that that would have been devastating. Yeah. Well, there were uh, a you know lot the, of. Go ahead. You know what? I was just about to say. You know that. You know the U.S. Has long reach. They would have yeah. gone after sites anywhere. Oh, yeah. And there were a lot of foreign um, politicians. That, that I mean, there was politicians in Europe that sent letters to our Congress telling them not to do SOPA even before the blackout because it's, that, would hold, that would impact the entire world because so many countries will look to us for leadership on, on how to manage things like that because they assume that we put all the, the research in, into it. In this case, it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, we did, they, the world, rest of the world didn't have to see another mistake. <laughs> yeah. It was very interesting to me that uh, you know Google definitely realized something was going on big on the internet. They actually stopped crawling the web. They only blacked out their site with a little thing, but they actually stopped crawling the web because of they knew everybody was changing their sites for that one 24-hour period. They, they didn't want it to impact their search results and mess up their algorithms because I thought that was really interesting. That is very interesting. Well, at least I, I would imagine just uh, U.S.-based sites or something, right? Um, I would assume, yeah. Yeah, because that would have been so, pretty insane. So, so if you're listening outside the U.S., you might got extra crawls on that day. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, they, they, were thinking of you, they were thinking of you, Ross. <laughs> well, you know, we were going to talk about the mega upload and stuff, but let's, let's bypass that. It's not really – yeah, it's done. Yeah, it, okay. in, in any case, SOPA's finally – shelved for the moment, which is great. Um, down to the SEO things and, and the things. Uh, something we discussed before, uh, it's not been any surprise to anyone, but uh, uh, Google's now uh, penalizing, or at least it, it is taking into account officially uh, sites with too many advertisements above the fold. So above the fold meaning before you scroll down the page. Um, and Ben Cook, I love this. Ben Cook, one of the guys in our industry, uh, has nicknamed this the Parton Update because it's top heavy. And I think it's perfect. <laughs> yes. So, but but really, that means Dolly Parton would have to wear ads on her chest to make it really. <laughs> so maybe she does. Who knows? No, who, was who, who was that company a few years back that used to pay people to tattoo their? Their, uh, their brand on them. Oh, <laughs> like brother. I remember seeing Tat pictures, but I don't know the name. Yeah, Golden something. But they tattoo their brand on the back of boxers. They can talk to Polly or Dolly Polly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, what else happened? So wait a minute. What does that mean, though? So when you're thinking about too many ads on your page, how's it how's it going to impact you? And like I know for our sites, we've got like a header banner in the top, and then maybe another banner that might show above the the fold in the right hand rail of, of their sites. But what are they really going after? And and, and I think. We need to talk about that a little bit because my opinion, what they're really going after, what their real target is, is people who like will start a piece of content and then throw a block of AdSense ads in there before you can go down to the rest of the content. I really think that's the main focus of this update um, or people that just really literally just have ads splattered everywhere and you can't see any content until you get way down the page. But I, I don't think most people who have a reasonable sense of of how to advertise on a site where they're not blocking the actual useful content with their ads aren't have much to worry about. Do you? No, no, I don't. I, I think uh, it, it's going to be quite reasonable what they're looking for, and and if if you know if you're abusing it, you have you shouldn't get it penalized for it. I mean, it, it is annoying. No one wants to get to a site and have to scroll far down to get to any content. Now, the thing yeah. I have noticed though is I've noticed bigger sites doing that. Um, uh, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but I could have sworn a uh, was it uh, fortune or I was doing a lot of searches during the SOPA thing to get screenshots. And I remember a few places, SOPA or Mashable or someone along those lines, had started doing a bit too many advertisements above the fold. I mean, you could mm-hmm. see the beginning of the article at the bottom of the top fold, but that wasn't good enough for me. You know, I had so, to, I still had to get a ways down before I could get into the meat of it. So now I have to ask though. When you see ad AdWords at the top of your Google search results, that's advertising above the fold because you'll have it at the top and in the right-hand rail. And it's nothing but advertising there all the time. So I think if you're if you're thinking, of, you know, okay, well, how much is too much, I would look at Google as the guide and say, well, if, if they can do it, then I can do it too. Oh, I don't again, know. They're becoming quite the hypocrites lately. I'm not sure I would want to do that. I, I was just going to go there too, but then again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to stay that way. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's take a quick break. When we get back, uh, we've got a couple other points of news, and uh, we can address some of the questions we have in our forum. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. 
An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. The speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Today, we're just going through some of the news items, and uh, we're about to get into some questions from our Facebook page, which, by ever, uh, I remind everyone, you can always go to and add your own questions at facebook.com slash SEO101podcast. So, what's next on the list here? Um, we talked about Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Google's – I don't know if you know, and I think most people do kind of know. Hopefully, you've never been hit with this. But Google at times will show a search result and tell you under the search result that this this site has been compromised. Um, so maybe it's been hacked and there's some malware on it. And just recently, they've expanded that program to show even more of these types of sites. So um, a lot of times they just pull them out of the index themselves, but occasionally you'll see them in the search results and then they'll tell you don't go to this site. Um, they're, they're expanding that program. And I think it's good to know if you do get that notification either on in the search results or in your webmaster tools, they'll tell you as well that, hey, we think you have some malware on your site. They'll, and they pull you from the index. You've got to fix the malware issue that they've discovered and then actually put your site for, in for re-inclusion as if you were just like if you had a penalty or something. So if they pull your site because of this and you fix the issue, you have to do a re-inclusion request. So I missed that when it came out. Does that mean that they no longer have the thing where if you click on it, it says the site is maybe – may have been um – yeah, they do. That, that's part of what they're expanding. But they, but they also will just pull a site and let you know in your Google Webmaster Tools that hey, you know, you're okay. not in the index because we found this malware. Hmm. They've done. They I do both. I guess it's depending on the severity, too. Because yeah, do- or, or maybe maybe there's a time frame, so they give you a chance to get it fixed before they actually pull it. You know, I'm not sure what when they decide to do which, but I know they do both. Hmm. Now you were mentioning. Um, we were talking about Pinterest. A lot of people these days uh, are probably getting invites or hearing about Pinterest. It's invite only at this point. I'm still surprised they're doing that. I guess they're just trying to manage the growth. Um, and you mentioned that uh, someone has tried to update to catch up with that. Yeah, I, I read an interesting article over the weekend that because reading about Pinterest because Pinterest is like. Do you want to describe what Pinterest is for people? Because there might be a lot of people who don't understand what it is. Okay, uh, and you well, want to introduce me to it. Yeah, no, I, my wife introduced me. I didn't even have an invite until she invited me. I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> anyway, uh, I was like, okay, let's check this out. And I'm hooked. Uh, it's so fun because I'm, I'm a visual person. So it's just made for me. Essentially, um, when you get in there, you can do a search for any item, let's say, um, 
gadgets. Jeez, why would I search for that? And it'll give you all the pictures <laughs> people have collected about gadgets. And then you can just go, hey, I like that, and you pin it. You just press a pin button or save or whatever. I forget. The, I think it's pin. And it will pin, uh, pin it to your Pinterest. Um, and you can then catalog it. Let's say uh, gadgets I want or places I want to visit. Or um, And a lot of people are doing it. And this is, this is why it's been so popular with women. Um, they use it to uh, catalog, let's say, things like uh, my living room. And then you could go on. Well, that could be your category. or your, And then you would. Find things that you'd like to put in your living room. Uh, find things you'd like for spring clothing or summer clothing. It's very, very much a fit for women who would like to do that. It's it's kind of a replacement uh, for, um, what do you call it, making collages, um, dream boards, that kind of thing. And uh, Wish lists. Yeah. And it, it's obviously, it's, it's just soaring. And, and it's becoming a, a big name out there. And, and I think that... As soon as they open and make it public, it's going to really take off. And they also, yeah, and part uh, of the, mm-hmm. I was going to say part of the part of the the, the draw to this is, is you can make this little thing about what you like in your living room, but each each individual group or each individual pin, I think, um, you, is tons of commentary. So it's a social network as well because you, you you actually there's a lot of collaboration that goes on on these groups. I mean, people will comment. It's it's pretty in in. I don't know, addicting is what people are saying. <laughs> well, and the one thing that's, that's from an SEO perspective that's very cool is if you want to find images and not within their own site um, that other people have found, you can do a search and look within Google. And all of a sudden you're in Google Images searching through the top ranked images. And what a great way to brand your product and get your product out there. Um, B, make sure that your, your images on your website are well optimized. And that means... Um, File names, making sure the file name is somewhat descriptive of the picture, um, using alt attributes. Um, so how how crawlable is Pinterest? Have you done any look? In, have you looked into that at all? So if you, if I make a bunch of these um, pins or these groups, um, is that crawlable? Is that going to be found in search? Is, are, do those pins have any links? You know, any kind of link attributes tied to them for link building? Have you looked into that at all? Because I, I haven't. haven't looked into it, but you haven't. No, I haven't. No, I don't think it is at this point because it's beta. But um, I'm just going to try myself right now. Site colon Pinterest.com. Well, the the interesting thing is while you're looking that up is that – Oh, 31 million. Yeah, I guess it is spiderable. There you go. (laughs) Wowzers. 31 million already and it's still in beta. Wow. Uh, but but actually, part of what this is is almost like a bookmarking site. So you're, it's almost like if you go to Dig and you use Dig groups and you collect a bunch of bookmarks, but it's, it really uses visuals. It, it has to be image-based. Is that true? Yes. Okay, so it's it's like a it's like a bookmarking site for images, and um, I read over the weekend on Search Engine Watch. There's a very interesting uh, article about how Dig is adding a bunch of new features, and a couple of people were commenting that they're doing doing this directly in response to Pinterest to try to because they see that as a competitor, and they see that as a site that's going to cause them some issues once it goes live, and I can I can understand why people are much more visual. Um, so if you get a chance, Tig's lost a few new features in response. Um, they have a new news kind of feature where you can gather news elements based on topics. Um, and some they've added some social media statistics to each of the things. So like if you post an article on Dig, you can also see how many times that same page has been liked and um, tweeted about. 
things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, so another dig- similar one coming out is wishwall.me. So wishwall.me. I heard um, about that. But I haven't seen it. It's pretty cool too. Um, it, you can go there and uh, I think it says it's beta, but if you put your name in, I got an invite pretty quickly. Um, and when you get into it, uh, you can pick all the things you wish you could have. Um, and the, I guess what happens is if they get enough wishes for a particular product, they go and approach the company and say, hey, will you give a discount to these people? Or will you give one away? Um, and then what they do is you have a chance of winning it or getting a discount on it. Nice. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, too, because you get to share. And um, the, the one thing that's pretty phenomenal is is just how uh, connected it is to other people. So like Pinterest, you can follow one particular person. And that's a very effective way of, of getting to know what they like and, if they, and, and also finding other people that you're – you have similar interests with. So it becomes very powerful when it comes to, uh, to search. I think uh, uh, Google Images is going to be a, a much more important place. Yeah, great. So the next questions we had uh, were some – well, we had some questions from Facebook here. Uh, one's from Matt Grant. He says, thanks for your information about 301 redirects. Question, how can I redirect a site while exempting a few specific pages? I'd love your thoughts. Mm. That's good. That's an interesting question because there's there's some questions we would have to ask you first. Um, what server are you on? Are you on an Apache server? Are you on a Microsoft server? Um, Microsoft. It, it actually this is one case where it might be easier on Microsoft because Microsoft you really have to use a third party application to do a lot of these redirects anyway, um, and so a lot of the code that you would write in a third party application is not as um, completely over, overreaching like the Apache side would be. So it might be easier there. Um, but on Apache, you know, there's there's the standard HTXS file that you can create a really basically a three or four lines of code that will redirect through a 301 redirect for your entire site. Let's say we're doing it from www to non-www or vice versa. Uh, but you So you can do like three or four lines of code that would do the entire site. If you want to do the entire site except for a few pages, either you'd have to figure out how to exempt some pages from that, and I'm not sure if that is even available in coding. I don't know. I've never tried it that way. Or assuming you don't have a 10,000-page site, you'd have to do each individual redirect that you do want redirected um, line by line. As opposed to I had a thought, though. You, you, to make it easier is instead of doing the full you know, 10,000, you could then just do subdirectories or directories. And the one area where you happen to have those few pages, you might have to do all of them manually um, or that subdirectory or something like that. But then that makes it a lot easier. Uh, yeah, however, if, 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 yeah. if the structure of your site allows for that, that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, however, if, if, if uh, there is a way to exempt it, I don't know of it. Um, off the top of my head, uh, frankly, I'm no programmer. <laughs> I get someone else to look this stuff up for me. But um, you know, John and I deal with the other types of three ones, the more common ones, all the time. Uh, if we think of anything, we'll, we'll post it on, on the uh, Facebook page. But at this point, that's the best we have for you. Sorry, Matt. I hope, I hope that yeah, helps. If, if anybody out there also knows how to exempt a, a page from a standard 301 script, we'd love to have that posted on the wall too because I'd like to know if you can exempt it or not. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have another question from Gene Morris. We've got to tie this up in a minute here. But um, <clears throat> he, uh, he says he's, he's – I'm just going to try and – condense this. 
he has a web uh, a WordPress site that's about 600 pages. He's used to managing them under 100 pages. Headspace 2 is what he uses, um, which is a great tool. I like it. Um, now, what he's asking, though, is does he, use lever- le- does he leverage Headspace's special tags feature on the Pages tab to handle the brunt of the work for optimizing all those pages? Um, how do you handle larger sites in, in, good of, uh, in need of good on-site SEO? Well, larger sites, I, I do tend to use Headspace um, uh, in the past. I mean, I'm, I'm still considering using Yoast. I haven't got around to do it yet, but um, I would go into the main settings and optimize uh, the site-wide sections. Um, there's certain, certain defaults you can create. Again, that's not ideal, but you can put in um, what are called uh, wildcards, which makes it a lot easier to uh, provide some form of uh, individuality or uniqueness to each you um, each tag on each page. Uh, that's a, a, a basic way to start, but it's, it's still effective. How about you, John? Um, yeah, I, th- I think your your issue is that you've got 600 pages of existing content that you need to get through. And in, in most cases, when I deal with, come up with a situation like that, you know that the content is going to be categorized into sections. And my approach is usually let's focus on the sections. Let's build a um, build authority in the category and not worry about the individual pages. So if you focus on your category and let the, let the strength of that category support the individual pages in the category, that's the best way to go, in my opinion. Great. Well, thank you, John. We've got to cut off now. We're going to, uh, Brasco's got another show coming up here. Uh, so on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. You can contact me by my email address at ross at stepforth.com, uh, through John at Twitter at, at John Carcutt. And uh, thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody.